What's happening, friends? Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. In my hand, chocolate-covered cicadas. Oh. We, we got them. We got them yesterday, actually. But uh, later in the show, someone will eat a chocolate-covered cicada. I just wonder about the crunch. Because you're going to eat it. there's not one. Well, there will be. It's a bug. Yeah. Absolutely. has to be It'll a go crunch. <laughs> yeah. And you have to eat the whole thing. You can't take a bite. Oh. Morgan's pulled herself out of the competition here because she doesn't eat meat. And we've determined this is meat, right? Yes, she has. And the females, no, the females (laughs) are meatier is what I read online. Well, I don't know if these things have wee-wees or not. Check it out. (laughs) Nah, I don't even want to break one open. So you just eat it blind, okay? So Uh, that'll happen later uh, today. Uh, Brett Eldridge will be on as well later today. Dance parties, obviously. It'll be a good show. On the phone now is Gianna in Virginia. Hey, Gianna, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for calling. How old are you, Gianna? I'm 10. Oh, wow, okay. you up early in the morning. Okay, what would you like to say? Um, I would like to uh, ask you what streaming service Breaking Bobby Bones is on. Oh, thanks for asking. So you can purchase the episodes right now on Amazon, but if you wait till July 2nd, you can watch them on Disney+. Plus. There'll be all like eight episodes get loaded up on Disney+. Plus. So we're getting pretty close to that happening. So either Amazon, the Nat Geo app, or on July 2nd, Disney+. Plus. Okay? Okay. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, this Sunday night, I will be driving the big rig through Chattanooga, 18-wheelers, loaded with eggs. My goal was to get it all the way across the city without cracking an egg. Mm. Oh, man. Or without cracking, like, 1% of the eggs. <laughs> Not just one egg. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. I don't think we went through. I think we would just grab random boxes and see if they cracked. But I had to learn. I guess where I got my CDL. It was miserable to get that, te- that license. And then the other one is I'm, I'm working a towboat. And I have to, like, stop this four million pound thing oh, with a nice. rope. So check it out on Nat Geo. Would love it if you watch. Could really use your support, and we could use the ratings. So hit it up. It's at 10, 9 central on Nat Geo. Big show today. Anything, any final words before we get going today, Amy? Yeah, no. That I just want to get it over with, mainly to see who's going to have to eat the cicadas. Well, that's, that's later in the show. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is the last show Eddie's in studio before he heads off mm-hmm. for his walk. That's right, okay. and I'm feeling good. Like you should. Like I should. Feeling <laughs> good. Uh, like, like I, I should. should. Hope you guys watch Breaking Bobby Bones on Sunday night. Nat Geo, I'm an 18-wheeler driver. Big rig. Rolling on the real highway, driving an 18-wheeler, and I was clueless, and I thought I might kill somebody, honestly. Like, I was scared, not for my safety, for everybody else's. Yeah, I've seen the promo, and I'm nervous for you. I haven't seen the promo. I haven't seen anything about it. Oh. So... It was pretty nerve-wracking. Yeah, Nat Geo. Hope you guys watch Breaking Bobby Bones this Sunday night. Please do. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email, and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My husband and I are newly married, and I noticed something that he does that kind of grosses me out. When he takes a shower, he doesn't use a fresh washcloth every time. He'll either reuse the one I just used or use the one that he's been using in the shower the last couple of times. He says it doesn't matter because it's clean. Since you just rinsed it in clean water after you shower, it's still a clean washcloth. Does anyone on the show reuse washcloths? Is it not as gross as I think it is to do that? Is there anything on that your spouse does that grosses you out? I love the show and listen to the podcast every day. Thanks in advance for your advice. Sincerely, a grossed out wife. First of all, this situation, I don't reuse washcloths. However, I don't use a lot of washcloths. I got a little soap dispenser. I put the soap in with my hands. And I have a little scrub that Caitlin makes me use because I was getting like pimples on, on the top of my back and my chest because I would sweat and it would just stay in like my, any sort of little hair I have there. And so now there's a little scrub that she makes me do. So I don't really use washcloths, though. I don't. I, I. I think it's pretty gross to use it again and again. I know, but I mean, if you think about it, that's what you're doing with a loofah. But that's why they say mm-hmm. loofahs are bad. So I get that. But so I just something about a loofah seems more acceptable to use over and over. But a washcloth, absolutely not. I was cringing while you were reading that. Oh, I wasn't cringing, but I'm well, against it. I'm yeah. against doubling up the washcloths. Yeah, because there's skin and dead skin. You know, maybe what I mean? a loofah seems okay because it looks like it's. That's what it's supposed to do. But like a washcloth, antibacterial. no. I don't even know if that's a thing. We're going to go with it is gross to use a washcloth more than once. Yeah, you're okay to be grossed out by it. It also stinks to have to do that much laundry, though, yeah. to be fair. If you're taking a shower and it's a dirty one every night. It's a little teeny tiny six by six square. What about a towel? Can you reuse a towel? Yeah, a few times. It's I, your, I'm good for two towel times. Yeah, it's your clean skin. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's up to you. But I... Not a washcloth that's been scrubbing all over your body. 
agree. So we're settled on it is gross. Now, yeah. is there anything that your spouse does that grosses you out? Yeah, I mean, he picks at his feet. He has some, like, weird fungus things that he picked up <laughs> in the Middle East, like, when he was in the military. Still has it. Pretty sure. It's like one time he left for Afghanistan, came back. You know, there's community showers, all the military people. Like, I don't even know what's going on over there. And he comes back, and he's got this weird thing going on with his toes and his feet. Still has it and picks at it. Mm, that's unfortunate for him. To have I know. I feel that. bad yeah. because I'm like, wow, you were serving our country. Yeah, Thank that's why you. I didn't jump on, on your team but, on this one. I was just like, I feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah, but no, you don't. doesn't mean you have to pick at it. Ugh. What about you? Caitlin's pretty A-plus on, on the gross stuff. I will say that in a pinch, and she's only told me this because I haven't caught her, she used my toothbrush. Oh. And that's to not, me, bleh, bleh. Oh, and she acts like that's not a big deal. No, that's a big but deal. But to me, I'm like, ooh, that's not for me. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes she puts it on my face like, hmm, I just use your toothbrush. Because <laughs> she knows like it Like if she's mad at you, she goes. Yeah. <laughs> ooh. Eddie, your wife do anything gross? Yeah, the toothbrush. That's what, that's what I was She does doing. it too. She does a toothbrush. What's she, wrong with y'all's women? I, I have no idea. <laughs> and I'm always like, use your own toothbrush, please. That's disgusting. Yeah, that is. That but is guys, I was going to tell you, my washcloth that I bathed myself with this morning, I mean, that's been in there for two weeks. Oh, you're yeah. good on that. You're, you take that guy's side. I do. Because you do wash it with soap and you dry it out like you would do the laundry every day. Mm, I don't feel like that's the same. <laughs> I, can't I, just even. I can see it in your face. I just don't think that's the same. But you, I'm glad you have that opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for that email. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Morgan, if they want to email us, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Brantley Gilbert. All right, world premiere day. Brantley's on. The worst country song of all time is on. Uh, about to play it in a second with Toby Keith and also Hardy. How hard is it, Brantley, to get Toby Keith to do a song these days? Not easy, brother. I <laughs> promise you that. It was kind of a, honestly, it was a long shot. We wrote that last verse, kind of catered to him, hoping that that would help. And, you know, Toby's a pretty serious dude. You know, he takes what he stands for serious and, and, and I respect those things about him, but he's also one of those that don't mind having a good time. So he, uh, you know, I called him and we talked it out and he jumped on it. And I, I can't tell you how stoked we are to have him on it. It's kind of the stamp of approval. You, know? you ever hung out with Toby, not professionally? Yeah, a little bit. You know, when you're on the road, it, there's still a little bit of business involved always, but uh, we're able to spend a little bit of time with him and, you know, spend some time with him on the phone and when we were not on stage and on the road. And, man, he's, he's super cool to me, and he was super cool to my guys on the road. And you know, we're a family out there, so that meant the world to me, and, and uh, I think the world to him. So being able to do a song with him uh, is an honor, man. I'm, I'm stoked. Tell me about the worst country song of all time. Like, you're in a room, you got to start writing it. Like, what, what was the idea in the room? You and Hardy wrote this song. Yeah, me and Hardy and Hunter Phelps and uh, and Will Weatherly and you know uh, Hardy said, "Hey guys, I've got this idea in my phone. I don't know if there's anything to it. Uh, it's called the worst country song of all time." And we all had a good laugh and kind of shrugged it off and joked about it a little bit. And the next thing you know, uh, we're actually writing it. So uh, then it it just kind of took off from there, man. Honestly, it's you know obviously tongue in cheek and meant to be funny and meant to be fun. And, and, you know, that's not a side of my coin that people get to see very often from us. You know, it's usually arms crossed looking at the camera like we're going to beat it up and that kind of thing. So uh, especially when our, our the climate of our society is so overly serious right now, um, it, it, I think it'll be good for everybody to kind of laugh a little bit, smile a little bit, and, and have a good time with us. And you're – Knock down a camera days. Did you ever, anyone ever take a picture of you? You're like, I don't want a picture. And you did knock a camera out of their hand. That ever happened? I don't know. I didn't do it over at Charles place. <laughs> well, Kanye would do that though. Like, right. People would put up a camera and be like, Hey, let me get your picture. And he's like, get out of my face and knock it out. I just wonder if that was a, like in Brantley's, you know, troubled days. If you ever knocked a camera out of somebody's hand. I would say there's probably better than a 50% chance. <laughs> There's a hundred percent chance that whoever it happened to remembers it more than I did. What does it mean? I mean, I know what it means, but what does it mean to you when it says produced by Brantley Gilbert? Did you sit in the studio and produce a song yourself? For sure, man. Yeah, we, we've kind of taken a different approach to this record. You know, with with COVID and everything going on, it was a little bit of a different process. Well, a lot of bit of a different process for us. And 
um, it was uh, it was kind of one of those things where we we really worked off a lot of demos, man, and and uh, made what we could happen. But you know, everybody was kind of operating and recording in their own little space. So if you get to a spot and you want live drums or you want this guitar player on it, you kind of send it to them. They play the part. And, you know, send it back to us, and and uh, I tried to be in a chair beside uh, beside Will Weatherly or Brock Barry Hill and all, but you know, as often as possible, and put in my ten cents, and uh, you know, it's uh it's something I'm proud to have my name next to, and 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 I'm excited for everybody to hear this whole album. All right, here we go. World premiere day. We're gonna play it now. The worst country song of all time with Toby Keith and Hardy, which by the way, Brantley will be on the road starting. Uh, June 25th, so looking at next week all the way up until May 6th. He's basically all over the country. You guys check out the tour dates at BrantleyGilbert.com. Brantley, good to talk to you, bud. You too, my brother. I didn't think anything about this, but I'm getting a lot of messages that that Brantley Gilbert song is basically the same song Eddie and I and John Party did with Can't Say That in a Country Song. Mm. Because his whole song is, this is the worst country song ever. You couldn't put all this stuff in a country song. Yeah, which is kind of our song. And that's what... And that's what we did huh. a couple months ago, which is fine, but I really didn't think about it. And now Lunchbox and Ray are telling me to sue. Yeah, sue. Sue, I'm, sue, no. sue, 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 sue. Like, listen, we have to have lawyers that listen to this show, and I guarantee you someone will take up this case pro bono. I don't, he guarantees it. Listen, I, I don't think it. that – I don't know that there's anything – you can have the same concept. It, listen, it's is it weird that it's out the same time, you know – Two months after we put ours out? Yes, it's very weird. It's, it's, I've never heard this concept before. Hmm. We put it out. It kind of, is it weird? Yes, but do I think there's anything to it? No. I think it's just accidental. Should we ask a lawyer? <laughs> if there's anything? Yeah. Because, man, I just got hit with a bad, like, plumbing bill. I mean, this could uh, really help out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Let on. me ask Lunchbox <laughs> and Ray, what do you guys suggest? I would say you had to sit down with an attorney and sue because they obviously <laughs> obviously heard your song and said, hey, man, this is a great idea. I don't oh. know they did. Listen, Hardy and Brantley wrote that, like you said, and two other people. I don't know they heard the song. Maybe they're fans. Oh, Morgan it, and Morgan. Oh, we oh. should get Morgan and Morgan. Morgan, and Morgan. I mean, and they do have music lawyers. I just Google, what does a music lawyer well, do? Yeah, we know that. A do. music okay, lawyer okay. specialized <laughs> who deals in legal I, issues surrounding what, the music industry. Copyright infringement. Boom, let's go. Guys. I didn't think anything about this. <laughs> I still don't. Yeah, I'm not going to follow. It's a coincidence. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Lots of new music out today. Lauren Elena released a new song called If the World Was a Small Town. If the world Gilbert released his collaboration with Toby Keith and Hardy called the worst country song of all time. Blanco Brown released a new song called Nobody's More Country. I've been back and forth from here to Georgia, Carolina to California, across the hills of middle Tennessee. I've been mountain high in Colorado, seen some things, but one thing I know, no one loves the country more than me. And Shy Carter released a collaboration with Cole Swindell and David Lee Murphy called Beer With My Friends. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. It was graduation day in Centerpoint, Alabama, when Timothy Harrison showed up for his shift at Waffle House. And his manager said, hey, man, aren't you supposed to be at graduation? He goes, 
oh, I don't have a way to get across town to the ceremony. And she goes, oh, you wait right there. So called a different manager that wasn't working that day, drove him to the local store, bought him some new slacks, a dress shirt, drove him to the ceremony to get his cap and gown and didn't have a ticket to the ceremony. So the assistant managers waited in the parking lot while he graduated. Wow. They couldn't get that assistant in there. They couldn't like <laughs> sneak him in to watch. <laughs> he it's said, I had people that wanted to see me succeed, so it kind of made me excited. When I put on the clothes, that was a different feeling I've never had. I don't even know the words. Worth a million dollars, it was the best feeling in the world. That's pretty cool. It does make me want a waffle, too. Yeah. I love <laughs> Waffle House to me wins. Like when it comes to breakfast places or late night places, it's Waffle House for me all the way. Some people like IHOP and some people are snooty. I'm going to say it right there. <laughs> Like Waffle House, there is Waffle House. They don't they don't treat you any different. Rich, poor, black, white, tall, short. Yeah. You go into Waffle House, it's one. You know, my family came in late the other night on the plane, and I went to go pick them up at like one in the morning. And Waffle House was packed. Yeah, I mean it was hot. Everybody feels welcome at Waffle House. <laughs> uh, okay, lunchbox. That's a good one. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. It is time for Fun Fact Friday, where Amy comes in, she's tough to beat, and she takes on a new challenger every single week. Today, that challenger is Morgan number two. All right. Fun Fact Friday. All right, they'll get five fun facts, and what we'll do is pick which one we think gave the most fun fact. person with the most points wins. Lunchbox will not be on the panel today, because last what? week, you said you were going to vote against Amy regardless, mm-hmm. which got you a two-week suspension. Oh. You got to be careful you what you remember. Say. Uh, the panel today judging me, Eddie Raimundo. Yeah! Let's go with Fun Fact Friday. Hit us. Number five. So the employees at Disney Parks aren't allowed to point with one finger at anything because it could be seen as a negative gesture. So if you ever see them pointing, they've got two fingers because other countries, that one finger point could be bad. Well, in America, there's a certain one finger point that's pretty <laughs> bad too. Right. But yeah. a lot of times when we point at something, we take our, our index finger and we point, but they have to do two it's interesting. Almost like a flight attendant. Okay. Morgan? Did you know that you can sneeze faster than a cheetah can run? Clocking in at 100 miles per hour, we sneeze faster than cheetahs run. Okay. it's a good rookie one to start. <laughs> Eddie? All right. So I'm going to go with Amy because I'm going to Disney over the summer. That's so, so fun. I'm definitely going to try this out. Excuse me. Where is the lemonade stand? And then they goes, well, can you point to it? I'm going to see what they do. So, Amy, I love your fact. Yeah. Raymundo? Yeah, let's go with Amy, definitely. Eddie, let me know if they go two fingers or one at Disney. You got it, Ray. I'm going Amy as well on this one. That was a pretty easy one. But again, it was your first time ever, Morgan, number two. Cheetahs and sneezing? Don't yeah. fight for it. Oh, Don't fight for it. It's a not a good look. All right. <laughs> Next up. Number four. So, Barry Manilow wrote the jingle for State Farm. Hit it. Like a good neighbor, State Farm. Now, do, do people know who Barry Manilow is? Uh, Copacabana? Yeah. At the, Copa. I think, uh, yeah. Copa. He's, he has a bunch of songs, but I don't mm-hmm. know that the younger age would know who Barry Manilow is. Oh, okay. But he also wrote the jingle for Band-Aid. I am stuck on Band-Aid Black wow. Band-Aid stuck on me. <laughs> Barry Manilow. <laughs> uh, okay. There you go. Barry Manilow. Uh, Morgan? Goosebumps are meant to ward off predators. It came from our ancestors to help us appear bigger when up against predators and trying to be on the defense and look more intimidating. Mm. Okay, so goosebumps make us bigger. And bigger scares away Mm. people that are mean. Okay, Raimundo? Gotta go Morgan number two. None of the millennials really know Barry Manilow. Eddie? I love Morgan number twos, but... I'm not a millennial, and I'm a jingle writer. I did one for Who's He, What's It? <laughs> That's right. Amy, I love the Barry Manilow story. <laughs> Morgan's is interesting, because, like, why do we have goosebumps? But I don't feel bigger when I get them. <laughs> I don't feel like anyone wanted to beat me up, and I got goosebumps, and they were like, whoa, 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 whoa sorry, buddy. <laughs> I got to go with Amy, too. I think her delivery was not good. I think she should have started with a Barry Manilow song to oh, show yeah. people. Mm-hmm. But because I do know who he wow. is, I'm also going to go with Amy. And there is Amy with two points. All right. Okay. Number three. Well, copper doorknobs are self-disinfecting, so somebody needs to tell me why every doorknob in the world is not made out of copper. Is it price? Probably. I would assume that, yes. Oh, isn't that the coolest <laughs> thing, though? Like, I now, I, I figured, Bobby, you would want to know that, at least at your house, you could copper it up. Okay, moderately. Um, Morgan, yours? There is only one animal on Earth that can't jump, and it's an elephant. 
An elephant can't jump at all. Nope. Can't jump. <laughs> That's little stinks. legs. They don't jump over stuff in the circus or anything? Wow. I mean, they might be able to if they're forced to, but their physical body is not allowing them to jump. All right. This is a pretty easy one. Copper doorknobs or jumping elephants? <laughs> Ray? Jumping elephants. Morgan, too. Eddie? Not a germaphobe. Give me the elephants. Yeah, I like me that. too. I just think it's more fun anyway. Jumping elephants for the win. All right. Two to one. Morgan, you'll go first this time. Okay. Number two. The dot over the lowercase I or J, do you know what it's called? Synlipsy. A tittle. Oh, easy. Hey, bleep that out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Have everyone wonder what she said? They know. No, it just sounds like something else. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, what? A tittle. A tittle. T-I-T-T-L-E. It's the uh, what? The dot over the what? The I and the J when okay. they're lowercase. Okay. Hey, don't forget to get your tittle. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay, Amy. So a pharaoh once lathered up his people around him in honey so that all the bugs would go towards them and he would be oh, bug free. That's funny. <laughs> like his, you know, servant type people. I mean, awful. First of all, let like me say awful. first of all, awful. But wow. I know. That's how, nope, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of intrigued. People though. were jerks back then. Yeah, yeah, they didn't care. Ray. Amy, Pharaoh, and Honey, very interesting and cruel. <laughs> Eddie? You know, I don't know. I'm stuck between this one, but I'm going to have to lean towards Amy. The tittle thing, like, it's interesting to me, but Pharaoh, I like it. Yeah, Amy, I got to go. I like the tittle, but I'm going to have to go with the Honey as, as the winner there on that one. All right, one more. Down to the number one. Number one. Well, dolphins have been trained to use in wars. Huh? What? I never knew this. Use but what? Dolphins were trained to use in wars. Oh, like in a war. In a war, but like in the water, they would use them to do things. Like, like even in Vietnam, they they could train them to like carry things down or do stuff. I don't know. It's just a fun fact <laughs> that like dolphins <laughs> like were what? trained to use in war. This doesn't ain't that fun. Uh, is it not? Nah. You can give us some more details. Nothing fun. And, and also, to- war is not fun. Right. You're like, let's talk about something fun. Well, wow. let's start with war. But if she knew like how they train them, like with like I a did. machine gun, I read that'd be kind of cool. And I, or if they use machine guns, right? No. <laughs> yeah, the way you're saying <laughs> the dolphin like shooting they, a machine. Like a, ha, ha, ha. They threw grenades, <laughs> right? Yeah, that'd be like wow, that's cool. What is it, Flipper? No, <laughs> boom. <laughs> See, that's. Well, I sucked. did read the whole paragraph about it, but now I can't remember exactly what they did. I just thought it was interesting that dolphins, like we hear about dogs being used to like help out. They weren't harmed. They were helping. You don't know they weren't harmed. Now you're just making stuff up. Okay, Morgan, what is your fact? <laughs> Okay, does anybody ever wanted to know why your fingers and toes shrivel up when you're in water for a long time? I do want to know that. It's because our body is trying to find a way to improve our grip on wet objects, much like rain treads in car tires. Mm. Huh. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's better than a war dolphin. I, guess, I agree. Well, did you know the dolphins could be trained to use? Yeah, them? dolphins are very smart. Yeah, I know they're smart, but I never heard of them being used in wars. What was that flipper when he threw the bottle back uh, in the uh, boat? Uh, yeah, 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 smart. Uh, Ray, you got to go with it. Oh my gosh, you don't have to. M two always wondered why I shriveled up. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> uh, me too. I'm, I'll go with Morgan. Yeah, me too. But that means though, with a three two victory, Amy wins again. Wow. What a strategy in this game. A lot of strategy. Amy, congratulations. Yeah, no. Don't be sour because your last one didn't no, get the point. No, I'm not sour, but okay, so the dolphins were used to detect submarines and underwater mines. It's not a good look and to they didn't fighting get hurt. for it. <laughs> She's fighting it. Yeah, she promises no dolphin got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Found the mine. Now I'm starting to think maybe they did get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Anything in war probably got hurt. Yeah. Shoot. All right, thank you, Amy. You are the winner, though. Fun Fact Friday. Close it up, Raymundo. Fun Fact Friday. The fact that you call us after the show and leave us voicemails, we love it. We're appreciative for it. This is James. I'm going to leave a little message about the scammer check that Amy might have. If she looks on the check and whatever bank that it's wrote on, she can go to that bank and cash it. That way she doesn't have to put her banking information. Okay. And you're doing that this weekend. Yes, we'll be taking care of it. I'll have an update for you next week. Amy got a check from those cat people that were scamming her. Then a listener called and said, don't put it in the bank. They'll get into your bank. We don't know what's happening. Yeah, there's something called a scammer check. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Let us know, okay? Mm-hmm, Monday. Yeah, keep it posted. Uh, Katie in San Antonio left this voicemail. Hi, 
good morning. I just wanted to say that I listen to you guys on my way to the gym every morning. I'm on my way to the gym right now, and I was like, hey, I'm just going to leave a voicemail. All right. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> That's Bye. it. Nothing else there. We'll, we'll take it. Here's Tommy in Las Vegas. Hey, good morning, studio. Just wondering, what happened to the chocolate cicadas? Just saying, listen, I don't remember hearing uh, anything on it. All right. Have a good day. Uh, <laughs> Funny you should uh-huh. ask. Uh-huh. Answer machine's broken. Yeah. We have them in studio today. We will be doing it in about 90 minutes or so. Oh, the chocolate-covered cicadas are here. Someone will eat them. We'll spin that wheel. Hey, coming up, baby. Somebody can eat your cicada. I bet it's me. <laughs> Dang it. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. There's a web designer that named his baby HTML. <laughs> I saw that. I wonder if he calls her Huddle. Or if he calls her HTML. Or just H, baby yeah. H. Well, H. technically, the boy's name is Hypertext Markup Language, which is what HTML stands for. That's more but normal. That makes sense. They're, they're, <laughs> they're calling the baby HTML for sure. I mean, it's like if you you named your baby after your career, like what, what would it be? After Some, my career? Or rate, like you're in radio or TV or like he's a web designer, so he likes so HTML. you called a microphone or something. <laughs> oh, <geez>. FM. <laughs> <laughs> What's FM stand for again? Frequency modulation. There you go. Perfect. Hey guys, name. this is a little modulate, <laughs> little modulator over here. Modge. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they have to call that baby H, right? Because you get tired of. Hey, HTML, come here. Yeah. yeah. What else? <laughs> okay, so I love when foods collab. <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch is now collabing with Cinnamon Rolls, so Pillsbury Doughboy, and they have Cinnamon Toast Crunch cookies coming out and Cinnamon Rolls. With the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I can't even. I'm so excited Yeah, for that's it. pretty good. Although we talk about this stuff and we never, ever go buy it. <laughs> We're always true. like, I'm so excited for it. And then I never see it in my real life. It's always, it, it comes and goes like a ship in the night. Yeah, well, these are something you can look for if that's something that you're into because they're hitting stores nationwide this month. I do love Cinnamon Toast Crunch with anything, though. That's the best cereal. Yes, hands I don't, down. I don't eat it that often because it's way too much sugar in it. But that's the best cereal. I still am on my special K with berries. Oh. No. Oh. That's not the best cereal. It's okay. <laughs> Considering what I get from it, it's pretty good. You know, I'm trying to stay healthy but have a little, little flavor. I do Special K with berries. The berries are in it already. They're freeze-dried, but they're good, with almond milk. And I have a bowl every morning, and then I try to not eat too much milk. I, I fill the bowl up with milk, but I try not to eat too much milk so there's enough milk to pour a little more back in there again. Oh, But yeah. if there's not, I don't. It's kind of my rule on how much cereal, my cereal intake. All right, what else? So Kelly Clarkson covered Joe Diffie's Prop Me Up Beside the Jukebox. Prop me up beside the jukebox if I die. I bet her audience was like, what is this? <laughs> Never heard that song before. Because <laughs> like, unless you know 90s country, you probably don't know Prop Me Up Beside the Jukebox. My favorite Joe Diffie song, by the way. This is. This one? Yeah. Up with sand. No, I, I over talk, go over her, or you can't hear her. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. She's always good. She's the best. Best best singer, good talk show host. She's just got it all. I'm jealous. I start resenting her right now. <laughs> yeah, it's good. We added uh, to Women of I Heart Country, we're playing Alanis Morissette with Willie Nelson mm-hmm. uh, what, what, on the road again. It's Yeah, it's Alanis with Willie. And we've reached out to try to get Alanis on the show. We've had a little success at possibly lining that up. Okay. But whenever I, I was going, kind of going through the list of songs, I was like, huh. I wonder if anyone would get mad if I add Atlantis. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. Amy would get the hate. She hosted. <laughs> yeah. So I added it. Well, what about adding Kelly Clarkson brought me up beside the jukebox? Not a studio version. Oh, okay. It's just her she just singing did it, it for fun. Show. Oh, okay. Every, every show episode, she comes out and covers a song. Mm-hmm. When I did the Kelly Clarkson show, she came out and did Prince When Doves Cry. Oh, that's cool. And so you're, I did the show on Zoom. But I'm sitting here on Zoom watching her sing When Doves Cry. And they're like, all right, cut. She's like, all right, next segment. She walks over to her chair and then starts interviewing people. Oh. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's cool. All right. All right, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this kid, Will Wooten, who is a Boy Scout, was on his way to become an Eagle Scout. So he had to have a project to focus on so that he could, you know, move up. Well, the local fire department where he lived was struggling, so he decided to help them out. They needed new turnout suits, which is protective suits that firefighters wear in the field. So he started fundraising with a car wash, and then he sold Krispy Kreme donuts. Word got out. His goal was really to only raise $2,500. He raised $22,000. Wow. (laughs) Enough for the department to buy new turnout suits for every firefighter on staff. So the fire chief, James Bowen, says they were so grateful 
and the funds have allowed them to keep doing what they love to do. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's that kid's name? Will Wooten. Whoop, whoop. Will Wooten, whoop, whoop. A lot yeah. of W's there. Will, mm-hmm. whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, that's what it's all about. Nice job. That was Tell Me Something Good. We're just a few minutes away from Brett Eldridge performing live in the studio, so that will be fantastic. Now, today's morning corny is a bit special. Why? Yeah, well, because I got a text from Trevor Rosen, who's in Old Dominion, and he just said, hey, randomly thought of a good dad joke in case you want to have it for the morning corny. Okay, so this is a celebrity corny. Yeah. Okay, and here's so some pressure I, yeah, here. I, I replied to him, yes, definitely. So he sent it over to me as a question, and then I had to kind of like, guess, and then he sent me the answer, so just like we do here sometimes. A little too involved for me as far as the text message goes. but <laughs> And then he, he has his own gif of himself laughing, and then uh, he sent that. So I was like, wow, you're what a, else he texting you? Comedian. <laughs> a little comedian over here. Okay. okay, here it is. This is all submitted by, by Trevor from Old Dominion, right? Yeah. Okay, here we go. The morning corny. Why did the thief stop stealing windows? Why did the thief stop stealing windows? Because it was a painstaking process. <laughs> get it? Window panes? Pains, uh, painstaking pains ah, process. Got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Here's a gif of me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was the morning corny. On Monday's show, Eddie will be en route walking from West Virginia to Tennessee. Basically a hundred mile track. Over four days. Averaging over 20 miles a day. Yes. You feel like you're in shape for this? Uh, yes. I've been training for over two weeks now. <laughs> Not a lot of time. But yes, I'm as ready as I can be. Myla in Oklahoma is on the phone to talk about this for a second. Hey, Myla, how are you? Hi. I'm doing pretty good. What would you like to say? I would like to tell Eddie I am so encouraged for him to do this walk, and I wanted to give him a few tips. Um, Every year I do the Susan G. Komen three-day walk for a cure. We walk 20 miles a day. We don't have hotels every night. We sleep in tents. Dang. Okay, okay. That's next level. Got you. Deployed, and I in Afghanistan. And she's in the military. Dang. So, but the idea about if he'll put moleskin on his heels, that really helps with blisters. You can get it at CVS, Walgreens, anywhere. And changing shoes is, like that other doctor had said, is the great thing. So, but I just wanted to encourage him. And, you know, if I did it in 130 degree weather next year. Yeah, 130 degree wow. weather. She keeps one upping him. Dang, yes. she's Man. three upped him so and far. She will continue to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I just, I just wanted to give him a quick shout out, and I'm so happy for him, and I'm encouraged by how much y'all raised. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for your call. That's right. Let's not let it be lost that we raised $60,000. Absolutely. For National Angels, yes. an yes. organization that helps with foster children. Uh, Sean in Arizona is on real quick. Hey, Sean, what's going on? Hey, so I heard you guys this morning talking about eating chocolate-covered cicadas today. Yes. And uh, it, it just reminded me, back in fifth grade, we did a whole unit on entomophagy, which is just eating bugs uh, for nutrition. And uh, at the end of the unit, our teacher brought in some chocolate-covered crickets for all of us to try. And I remember at first I was really grossed out at the thought of eating a bug. And I ended up eating it and thinking that it tastes like a Nestle Crunch bar. So I think you guys will like it. Love uh, it. But in it uh, I'm very excited I, about this. The only difference for me is this bug is much bigger yeah, and I, much meatier. I don't want a crunch. You don't want a crunch? No, it's gonna crunch. It's I gotta don't want crunch. it to crunch. Yeah, it's gonna be like you ever have a star crunch in the little boxes oh, of kids? Star so crunches good. are so good. So Just good. think of it as a star crunch. Little Debbie Star Crunch. Mm-hmm. Hey, appreciate that call, Sean. Hope you have a great day. For sure, you guys too. All right, see you, buddy. The Friday morning conversation with Brett Eldridge. Brett, how are you, bud? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. A question for you. Yeah. You being a Cubs fan and just a, a baseball fan in general. The debate we have on this show is, is it okay to wear a jersey, first of all, as an adult man? <laughs> I did wear an Arkansas Razorbacks baseball jersey to yeah. watch Arkansas play. And Caitlin was like, are you going to really wear a jersey? And I was like, yeah, because we're going to a game. This is what we, that's what you do at a game. Right. Yeah. But first of all, can you wear a jersey to a game as an adult man? Absolutely. Okay. Now, can you wear a jersey as an adult man just hanging out, like going to like Chipotle. <laughs> I don't do that. You don't do that. I, don't, I mean, I, you can do whatever you want. I don't do that. If you saw an adult, and also I told her too, and you guys can jump in on this. 
I said, it also matters what sport the jersey is. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to see me wearing a basketball jersey <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Because yeah, 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 yeah. there's just too much arms. There's too much action. You can see in this. Sh- you're not yeah. going to see me wearing a football jersey because it's just too big. And- but a baseball jersey is almost like a shacket. It's almost yeah. like a shirt. Yeah. I mean, especially if it's styled. Like, yes. if it's, like, super jersey. Like, I don't know. Like, there's. I think like, there's vintage ones that I really like. I would wear certain ones, but uh, I don't always do that. But I don't, I don't judge anybody for doing that. Here's my next question in fashion. Okay. High fashion. Here we go. So being now that I'm 40 years old, I still have hoodies that I bought before I turned 40. Is it okay to wear a hoodie at even your age? You're 35 now? Yep. Is it okay to wear a hoodie at 35 in your opinion? Absolutely. Okay. I wear lots of those. What about me though? Five, six years old? Absolutely. Okay. As you're wearing one now. Yes, I am. um, What's he going to say to your face? Well, he can say no. I listen. He can say whatever he wants to say. Hoodie all day. I don't buy new hoodies but I grandfather them in. I still Whoa. wear them if I bought them. That's a good call. So I don't go to the store and be like, got to get me a new hoodie. But I do own a, a bunch, and I still wear them. Because so, if you did buy a new one, you'd wear the same old ones because they're more comfortable or whatever, or they're just, they have a thing? No. I just feel like I don't need to be buying new hoodies. Okay. I can still wear the ones I had. I don't need to be buying billionaire, they don't do billionaire boy than club hoodies. A new one would do. I get it. That's, how, how have that's you sensible. Been? I'm good. good. Really good. I, every time I see you on social media, you're like deep in the woods, and I just see your boot. I wonder on those hikes that you take, because it's, it's always a stream or a tree <laughs> or an eagle flying over. Yeah. Do you ever get inspired to write music, though, as you're doing the, these these walks? 100%. I mean, I, I, go, I hike almost every day. It just kind of gets me out of my head and kind of into real stuff, I guess, and it and opens, opens my mind up a little bit. And... Uh, so I'll get melodies or something. I'll record it on my phone, or and uh, get ideas, and just kind of contemplate and just walk around. Look at look at Bert. Look at eagles up in the sky. Can you name a song that you have written that was inspired by you walking in the woods? I would say a lot of my new ones are, but I wouldn't say like there's one that's like. I went hiking today. Oh, that'd be a good one. I like hiking today. That's a hit. If I heard hiking today, I'd be like, dang, that'd be awesome. I, that'd be a very specific market. All the hikers out there you would love it. birds chirping in the background of the song. That's Insert real birds. Yeah. The okay. ones as you were hiking. I kind of like that. That's the challenge we're giving you for the next three years. Okay. Done. You have to oh, somehow put the word, you have to put some sort of hiking reference. Okay. Have okay. you ever put a hiking reference in a song? No, but I should. I mean, I think it, it's very specific. Yeah. But, but uh, <laughs> But I mean, people I love to like hike. Who doesn't love like, to hike? Yes. Yeah. It, and it can be subtle. It's like, ooh, baby, a look in your eyes reminds me of when I was hiking in my- Put on. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. put on your hiking boots. There you go. That's yeah. it, too. Wow. Yeah. That's all we got right now. That's all we got. That's all we need, though. Hey. That's how you get to the hits. That's Dude, what we do. You're talking, you just mentioned something about new music. So are you recording music right now? Yes. What What's that plan? Uh, Hopefully get get some stuff, you know, you know, the process can take forever sometimes, but I've written probably eight of the songs for my new album already, and uh, now I'm starting to record them. So just been vocaling them and, and uh, recording them, and, and uh, so I'm, I'm deep in it. And how locked up do these songs live? Because, you know, like Taylor Swift will only play them out. Like, do, you ever, do you show up with a box and flip it open and be like, you can only listen to it? I'll hear it like this. No, you know, I, I, I'm a believer that, in fact, I, if we get time, I'll play, I'll play something no one's ever heard today, but like I, I like to just get it out there because I like to see how people react to things and there's, there's avenues to get music out there. Now it's like, I want, I want to, I'm always writing songs. So I want to, I want to hear what people think and how they feel from it. What if you played a new song and we reacted in a negative way? Like we were well, the I'll audience like, well, and we're like, Oh, I don't know, like, you all are wrong. <laughs> we don't hide it. Well, sometimes, I mean, there's subtle clues. Like you could, if we're like, don't give away all the subtle clues though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because sometimes favorite, artists oh, come I'm in. I'm already like nervous right now. Let's go on. If I, some, it's tough. <laughs> There, there are things, <laughs> because at times I will not hear an artist until they play on that stage that you're on. Mm-hmm. And once they play, you realize, oh, they do not sound at the same level as their recording sounds. Mm-hmm. And then it's awkward because I don't even want to look at them mm-hmm. <laughs> until it's over. Yeah. We're like... <laughs> I, won't, I won't let you down. <laughs> That's tough. Well, why don't you give us a little something new? Do you okay. have the songs memorized already? These, no, but I have a lyric stuff? right here. Okay, what, what's this I one called? I know, this one's called I Want That Back. I want that back. And yeah. did you write this? I did. And what was the inspiration of this new song? This inspiration actually came at 4 a.m. in the middle of the night. It was kind of in the heat of pandemic times and kind of looking through all the things I don't need in my life and 
could go without and the things that you want to hold, you know, pull closer and, you know, as, as the simple things that, that mean a lot that, that, uh, I want to hold on to and the things you want to throw out. And so it's called a one tap back. And what room of a house or a bedroom did you write this in? I just want to get the full picture. Are you? Oh, yeah. th- did you wake up and write it, or were you already? I woke awake? up for I, I had this thing where four a.m. It's when almost, and I would I would, I've got this little like, old school recorder because I don't put my phone by my bed because then I'll look at it and it'll, wake me up and then I'll think about it or something. So, I got this little recorder and what I do is I'll, I'll, uh, I'll if I have something to pop up. I'll just record it right there. And I had the whole lyrics of this chorus just kind of show up in the middle of the night. I don't know, it doesn't always happen like that, but it just did. And and I I I had one buddy that I knew was a perfect person to help me finish this because I already wrote the chorus, helped me kind of shape the verses a little bit and everything. And and uh, I called him up. His name's Scooter Crusoe. And uh, we wrote Mean to Me and Want to Be That Song. He's kind of been one of my guys that I've always written with. And I think we got a really special one. But nobody's ever heard it, so. Here it is. We will just... be the judge of that, Brett. That's right, let's let's see it. how special it is. All right, here we okay, go. so this is called, I'm trying to get this right because I've never, it's called. I want that back. I want that back. Written at 4 a.m. for the most part. Yeah. What were you wearing in bed? A Bob Marley t shirt and. Uh, you sleep in a t shirt? Yes. Oh. Dang, weirdo. Is that weird? This is what we jump on him for. <laughs> I don't sleep in a shirt. Sometimes when I'm not I, feeling I mean, good I do about both, but that night it was probably a Bob Marley t-shirt. Let's, okay. let's, we'll we'll okay. accept it. All right, here Listen we go. Bob Marley t-shirt singing this song. <laughs> All right, here's I Want That Back. Here we go. You can have the small talk. You can have the hate. You can have the check your phone each time you get a little break. And you can have the lonely. You can have the bank. You can have the TV full of stations that tell you how to think. But the smell of old wood bleaches and the word of hometown preachers being rich was her in a cheap six pack. Yeah, the shine of a new summer barefoot baseball with my brother. First time freedom with the windows cracked. I want that back. That's really good, man. That's really good. Open my eyes to see if y'all were giving me the look. (laughs) Oh, we're looking. Give it a Grammy. That's what I said. So good. Dang, dude, that's a good one. Anybody else get emotional? Uh, yeah, goosebumps. Uh, yeah, me too. I felt that. Yeah, in my forearms. Usually it's in my thighs. Oh. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> hit my, you different. As I start to think about where they hit me, it kind of hit my forearms there. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, That's look, at, look at you. I mean, God gifted you the voice of an angel. Thank you. Do you ever just look up and go, yo, dude, appreciate that? I do sometimes. It, it's weird. I I don't understand how I got it, but I got it, and I'm glad to have it, and I'm, I feel very fortunate. So and I try I wonder, to belt it out right here. Why did I not get it? You know? Mm. I know. Like I, I, you got other things, man. I think that about a lot of people that come in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I just, it's easy to get envious of that. It's a brand new song from Brett Eldridge. When will people, just your best guess here, when do you think people will be able to hear that, the version of that from a studio? A month, two months? Six? Well, I would hope in the next few months. Really? I man, that's so. a good one. That is a good one. Okay. The Friday Morning Conversation with Brett Eldridge. Going out on the good day. The American tour dates, that means there are European dates too. So you're going to go yes. be basically most of May. In yep. the, what When you go somewhere like the UK, like how are you received there? Is it, here's an, an American who sings country music, huh. let's go explore him. Or are they like, oh my gosh, Brett Elder just coming. It is such a, I mean, for me, it's like the excitement of like when you get your first hit or a song, it's even starting to get played and, and people get so excited because, you know, they get to discover it first or something. And when you go, you know, thousands of miles you know away from home and play music i just feel like there's so much appreciation so i i i continue to want to go back you know every year that i can and so it, it, it is really it's really cool is it weird to go places and they sing your songs back when they don't even speak your language because i think strange. that would be like, which is uh, it, yes absolutely like cool pl- but great i played in berlin and i remember playing up there and i remember like being in meet and greets and stuff and a lot of people didn't speak english but then I'd look out in the crowd and I'd be like, all these people are speaking English perfectly fine right now and they're singing it. So it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I think it's, it's a special thing to be able to have that. If your record label came to you today and they said, hey, Brett, we heard you play the new song that you just played on the Bybone Show. We really feel great about this album. We've heard some tracks, but we really need you to post a shirtless pic to promote <laughs> the record and the tour. They came to you and pulled you aside and said, we need you to go shirtless. <laughs> what? 
what is this question? I'm asking if you if they came. <laughs> that, would, that, that would be uncomfortable. But they were like, hey, we really need to go full sex appeal. Would you <laughs> would you post a sh- a shirtless picture, like on the front of your record. Would you do that? Would you be hell shirtless? Hell no, hell no. No. <laughs> no chance. I could never live with that. I could never live with that. Why? I don't know. Just, you know, I'm always working out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get better, but it's, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see that. Nobody <laughs> what, else wants to see that. What is the Brett Eldridge workout routine? I, w- I lift about four days a week, and then I, I like, uh, like, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put on some weight, so I'm just lifting weights, and, and uh, cycling for cardio. Yeah, but trying to put on weight. You have trouble putting on weight? Well, I, last year during the quarantine, I ran the whole time and I didn't go to gyms. And so I just I lost a ton of weight, just running like crazy, which was good for my mind. But then I was like, God, I'm kind of skinny. So I, I've been trying to eat a lot more. And uh, I mean, I'm always eating healthy, but eat more and, and uh, lift weights and, and, uh, and make sure I get a lot of cardio in for my heart. Mostly I just want to feel good. So. That's, Are you worried about going about back on stage and not having your air? Like if you're singing all these songs, you're going yeah, back absolutely. out for the first time? Yeah, It's a big part. I mean, you can do like Beyonce I've been did. swimming a lot. And uh, and I also do these, I do the cold showers in the morning. And I do that. <laughs> did anybody else, anybody else <laughs> gasp? Have you all done that? that? Terrible. No, oh, I like cold terrible. showers. Do you do yeah. like the, as cold as it goes? Yeah, as cold as I can possibly get it. What? Sometimes I'm like, surely, yeah. at least three minutes. Yeah, so you do the three minutes. That's yeah. what I did this morning. Psychopaths. Three minutes, ten yeah, seconds. Yeah, if there was like a mystery murder in town, I would go, well, let's go look at Brett and Amy because they're psychopaths in other ways. That's, I, th- that's Have wild. you heard of Wim Hof? Have you heard of that guy? No. So he's this, this uh, Dutch guy that um, teaches like this breathing and then this technique to where you can go in and withstand crazy cold temperatures by doing his technique. You got to watch it. Just look it up. It's really I don't think I will. You just got it. Someone's got to try. I have no I swear, interest like, whatsoever. You know, you know me. I'm always very open about like anxieties and stuff. Like the cold shower really helps pop me out of like a a, a weird state. Or have you, you know. done cryotherapy? That box yes. you get into this freezing. Okay, I've and done it's that. funny that he said therapy. Like I, I started going like hmm, maybe six or seven months ago, and it was my three minutes of some people go in there and they want to listen to music and dance out, and I go in and I'm like, no music, just put me in the box, this and the- I come out like a better in a better mental state like I did mine I, for injuries I'd never felt oh. like I'm gonna be a better person <laughs> oh well I mean I would I went and I was coming out like mentally better so in a way that is a different injury hmm. yeah. you know what I mean it's for not sure. like a muscle recovery but it's like a emotional maybe uh, anxiety or I'm with you type I'm recovery with you. okay well listen weirdos <laughs> um, next we're gonna do some breathing yeah everyone when you go have you started working on your set list at all for when you I literally uh, yesterday my my band leader called me he's like all right, let's get the set list going, which makes me so nervous to do that. Because I was used, you know, you have to pick through a lot of songs. And What's the first um, song back? Uh, like the first opening song? It's the fir- it's you, you're walking out on stage, first time in a year uh, it's and a half. Be, I mean, I think it's got to be, I mean, it's a good day, too. It's going to be a good day. I don't know why, but it feels like. So you start with that? I think so. I just think it just sets a, like a positive mood. What's What do you close with? I don't know. We need to figure this out. No, I, we got a mouse uh, in the pocket. I figured that. Yeah, I figured the wrong song. I, 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 I mean, I mean pro, okay, let me think what I would, if I were going to your show, I, you just, I don't think you're going to like my answer. Let's hear it. Because when you look back, I'm That's sure fine. you're tired of playing this, not tired, but I'm sure if you got to pick, you would play the new stuff because it's more exciting as an artist, right? Yeah. Because you were living a different life whenever you put Don't You out. Yeah, absolutely. But however, I think you, you close on, don't you? That's not a bad song to close on. Just because it's big, it's upbeat. Yeah. yeah I can see you, baby, getting close. I mean, the crap, right? Not, don't we feel bad. like that's I used prob- to close with uh, Beat of the Music. That was a good one to close with. Um, but maybe, that's not a bad thought. I might run, I run, I run up the flagpole. For me, do you ever not play a hit? Oh. I, 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 I did that one time. It didn't go well. <laughs> As the closer, you mean? No, just at all on the set list. Oh, at all? Yeah. What did you not play? I think one time we just screwed up or something and we forgot to add like, and I probably mean to me every time, but it was like mean to me or something, you know, and, and I, it's one of my favorite songs to play and somehow it slipped through our, you know, just writing the set list. Cause I like to, sh- I like to switch it up. And, uh, I think I forgot it that night and we were like, man, something didn't feel right. Like there's a moment in the show that we didn't have. And it was that. And, so many people were like, that was our wedding song. Oh, you know, man, yeah. can you imagine? <laughs> you go so to hear one song <laughs> and you don't play it. So if you come to the Good Day Tour, I will remember every song, I promise. And if not, uh, I'm sorry. Will you play the long way? Yeah. Because that is not not here. I mean, if you play it now, that's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, will you play that on tour? Because that's my favorite song. Yes. You absolutely. will. You're committed. I like to I like to break that one down. Sometimes it's played acoustic. 
Well, lucky for us, that's what he's doing here. Yes. Yeah. Well, you play us some of the long way. Yeah, yeah okay. All right. Okay, I'll, just bring, I'll bring you right into it. Just uh, take a trip around, around your town right here. we go. Don't think I've ever seen your kind of pretty Wandering around this midnight madhouse city You got a look that says you got it all together So if you don't mind, I'd like to know you better Take me the long way around your town Were you the queen with the silver crown? I want the secrets you keep The shine underneath of the diamond I think I just found Take me the long way around mm-hmm. I wondered if he'd chased that big note this early in the morning. And he did it! He did it! I was scared, but I did he it! He did it! He chased it! You just gotta show up and do it. That's, <laughs> that's life right there. <laughs> Brett Eldridge is here. Listen, tickets for the Good Day Tour go on sale today at 10 a.m. local time, wherever you are. Go to bretteldridge.com and get tickets. It will be a fantastic show, not just with Brett, but he got a pretty powerful opening act, too. Usually, for an opening act, you get somebody that people never heard of. You, had to, you give them a couple bucks and go, hey, go do a good job. You got Morgan Evans. Morgan Evans. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. I cannot wait. All right, go bretteldridge.com. Good to see you. Good to see y'all. Uh, much success, as always. The new song is fantastic. Thank you. We love it. I just looked. It's number one on the chart already. Oh, good. Well, yeah, and it only has been here on the show. Yeah. Right. yeah that's been great. <laughs> Done. All right, there he is, Brett Eldridge. We'll see you soon. Thank you. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Three police officers in Ohio are being hailed as heroes after resuscitating a missing child who was found unresponsive and floating in a pond. Think about those three things. One, missing child. Two, unresponsive. And also, in a pond. Wow. The four-year-old boy had been reported missing from a family member's house. As police searched the area for a child, they were alerted about possibly something in a fishing pond. Officer Daniel Thompson and Sergeant Matthew Tycast could not see the kid at first due to debris, but eventually spotted some air bubbles and the boy's silhouette about 20 feet from the bank. As the two officers jumped in the water to rescue the kid, the officer Chad Belowski retrieved a throw rope. They said the boy was brought to shore, was not breathing. They began CPR, finally got some breathing back from him. The Painesville City Fire Department arrived at the scene to help treat the child before he was taken to the hospital, where after all that, he was treated and slowly was more and more. Now he's in fully stable condition. Oh, my Mm. gosh. Wild. Wild they saw him in time, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did everything right. Like, emergency situation, we're going to react properly, but just that they got to him in time is crazy. So to all those officers, great job. Officer Daniel Thompson, Sergeant Matthew Tycast, and Officer Chad Balowski. You saved a kid's life and you saved a family. So appreciate what you guys do. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time to eat the chocolate-covered cicadas. Which, by the way, the the example I showed you guys was the top layer, which wasn't cicada. Oh, Oh, what was it? That was just just chocolate. chocolate. They're actually shaped like a bug. Like a bug. No, I can't. I won't be able to look at it. Here. Oh wow, that's literally it's just a a whole cicada with chocolate over it. (sighs) Okay, so we have a wheel. We'll spin the wheel. If it lands on you, your name comes off the wheel. Last one standing is the loser. And you'll eat a chocolate-covered cicada uh, here on the air. All right. Why is it Mike D's name on here? Oh! oh what? Good question. He's vegan. Okay. Oh. We got a vegan and a vegetarian taken off today. Okay. Okay, so it's that Amy, Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, all right. Scuba Steve, Raymundo, and myself. Okay. Can a guy get a keto exemption? No. <laughs> You've already tried that, Ray. Yeah. Can we get that off my name to start? Uh, here we go. You want it to land on your name because then you're oh, taking off. Oh, come on! Let's spin, spin that, that wheel! Oh. Let's go, baby. Come on, come on, come on. Let's oh, go, baby. Woo! Amy is yeah. off. Yeah! So I did not want to be dramatic about this, so I'm so thankful. Amy is coming off the wheel. That almost got to me. I thought it was going to get to me. Man, I manifested that. We're Did all you? manifesting I mean, it. Yeah. Your manifest is no more than ours. Yeah, well. Your manifest is so strong. Landed on me. It did. You're right. You got it. Okay. <laughs> oh, come Amy's on. Amy's yeah. off the wheel. 
Who who do y'all want me to manifest for? Who, me. Who, me. Okay. Me, please. All right. Who Let's do you like the best? <laughs> the person uh, who is last up has Come to eat a chocolate covered cicada. Let's spin that wheel! Oh, that's looking good. Looking good. Looking good. There. Oh. Scuba. <laughs> Stupid. Oh. Is that who you manifested? Ooh. No, I mean. She no. manifested for Bobby. I did, and it almost landed on him. Scuba's coming off the wheel. I know where my bread is buttered. Oh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so weird. You butter Amy's bread, Bobby? <laughs> it didn't work. Hey, we know explaining to do. Yeah. All right, butter. here we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's down to three. No, four. Who, uh, Bobby, uh, Lunchbox, Eddie, Raymundo. Oh One gosh. of us four will eat a chocolate-covered cicada. 25% oh chance. Let's uh, spin that wheel! wheel! Come on. Come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> See you suckers later! Uh, okay. I'm out of here! Where are you going? Lunchbox has been taken off the wheel. Yeah! Oh my gosh. I, lose, I lose more wheel things. No, I lose more wheel I don't things. Know. I love this wheel though today. That's a good looking wheel. Lunchbox was so excited when he yelled, spit came out, like I he drooled that. out of his mouth. Yeah, because I was getting my <laughs> mouth wet for the cicada. What? I thought I was going to water it down. Let's spin, spin that, that wheel! Oh, boy. Come on, baby. Who you manifest? Come on, baby. Still Bobby? Bobby. Come on, oh. baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah! Oh. That's what I'm talking about. Eddie is off the wheel. Eddie Maybe. is off the wheel. Yeah. Hey, what'd you say? See you, suckers. <laughs> yeah, where are you going? <laughs> I know where. Right exactly. Here. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so it's down to Bobby and Raymundo. Hey, before we spin this last time, Bobby, do you want to pay for someone to go back up and take your spot? <laughs> He's playing your game. I love that. I mean, to take my spot? Yeah. yeah. I'll take your spot for 50 bucks. Now you're selling yourself? Yes. He's making money. I mean, I would do that, but the listeners are going to get mad. Yeah. Okay. So I won't do that. Because I, I for sure would do that. That was funny. But listeners will get mad, and I want to... Uh, the integrity of the wheel. I believe in it. Okay. okay. Ray, it's you and I. Anything you want to say? Uh, not looking forward to eating it. I'm guessing it's me. I mean, honestly, I haven't gambled in four months. I'm gambling now and I'm losing. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's spin that wheel! Come on. <gasps> oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh! Last click, like Will of Fortune. That right was awesome. Yeah, there you right. go. Okay, so step right yeah. up. Ray Mundo. Ray Mundo. Ray Mundo. Come on in. He's walking in the studio. Up for grabs. Oh, One. Look at that. Chocolate covered cicada. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> All right, buddy. Here we go. Slow motion. I'm doing it over here, right? Right there, yep. yeah. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Let me know if you got me on camera. I got you. I got you. How's it How look? do you feel right now? Uh, I mean, not looking forward to it, but de definitely like channeling you on Bear Grylls. Sometimes you just got to eat bugs and yeah. stuff like that. Like, it does look like chocolate, but I can see the cicada mm -hmm. easily underneath it. So I'm not thinking chocolate. I'm thinking bug. Let us hear as you crunch it. Here okay. we go. Three, two, one. In his mouth. Go. Oh! oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Why was awesome. that so crunchy? Oh. Ray? Oh. It was really crunchy. Yeah. It's small. <laughs> part of it tastes like a Kit Kat. Really? Oh. Nice. I mean, I can feel the tentacles and stuff. Oh. You can feel the wings. The wings are tough to chew. <laughs> it's gone. How'd it taste? Decent. It wasn't god awful. If I needed to, in like a pinch, I would eat that. <laughs> so, like, if you were with hungry, a little bit of chocolate in a pinch. <laughs> what if we wash the chocolate off? No, and spin it again. No, way. I'm just stop kidding. That. I'm just you kidding. Hey, there he is, Raymundo. Yeah. He lost chocolate covered cicada, and now we know. And like they say, knowing is bliss. Half the battle, and knowing is half the battle. GI Joe. Oh. Okay, there it is. Okay, coming in, our big boss. He comes on the show about once a year. Branley Gilbert put out a new song today as a world premiere called, the, what's it called? The, the Worst country, country Song <laughs> of All Time? Right? Worst Country Song of All Time. And it's a song, basically, about all the things you can't say in a country song. Oh, here's a clip. I love cities and traffic jams. I don't Eddie and I have put out a song called You Can't Say That in a Country Song, which is basically the same song. Yeah. 
Because you just described this song as basically a song that says things you can't say in a country song, Mm -hmm. which is the title of our song. We put it out with John Party like two months ago, maybe even less, and now all of a sudden this is out. Getting fishy. The thing is, Ray and Lunchbox are in my ear. They keep saying the same thing to me. Sue, 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 Sue. I didn't even think about it. (laughs) But we're going to bring our boss in, and we're going to see what he has to say. I don't want to do anything that is dramatic. but I'll not. But I'd like to get our song played a little bit, too, you know? Yeah. I didn't even think anything about this when it happened. Then listeners were just going, do you hear this? Do you hear this? And I was like, nah, stop it. Today, Brantley Gilbert puts out a good song called The Worst Country Song of All Time. You heard it? Yeah. And the whole song is is doing what? It's sort of like saying things that, yeah, you normally would never hear in a country song. For example, here's a clip of Brantley's new song. So it's all stuff you don't hear in a country song. Right. And they say that. Worst country song of all time. But Eddie and I did a song called Can't you Say That, can't in, a say that in a Country Song. With John Party. <laughs> and so our boss Rod is, is in here now. Okay, have you heard these songs? So when I heard Brantley's song, I of course had heard your song, and I did it it did not occur to me. A little bit maybe, like somewhere in the back of my mind, but I wasn't like, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is the same thing. And then I played them back to back. I'm like, hmm. Same concept. Right. And is it weird Similar that we concept. just put it out? I've been playing it live for two years, doing comedy shows with it. Then we just put it out, and then it comes out. Well, I don't know. Define weird. Well, Ray and Lunchbox. Sue, 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 Ray, Lunchbox. I don't want. I, don't, I, I, I think it's, well, I think it's a coincidence, but. Me too. For the record, I think <laughs> it's coincidence. Okay. But here's my So you beef. two are not chanting Sue no. yet. Right. Okay, got it. Here's my beef, is that you give them a world premiere seven times on every radio station this song is playing throughout the day. Seven times nationally. Is that true? Uh, it's about that, yeah. Okay. How come we didn't get a world premiere with the same song? Explain yourself. Sue, 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 Rod. I expected the self-promoter that you are that you would just do that on your own. But I can't play on at 3 p.m. Yeah, or, can't, or we should. Right, so I'm I'm willing to drop my suit, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Here so we now go. there is a lawsuit. So I'm willing to drop my potential lawsuit if you can do, maybe even next week, a world premiere. Okay. But we've already we'll just call it that because yeah. no one's heard it anyway, right? It's just us. <laughs> the Raging Idiots with John Party can't say that in a country song. Mm-hmm. If you give us the same love, I I will drop it. What should we get John Party to do to finalize this? He First of all, his or, boy, he lost his voice. Or, he can't talk. Oh, that's he's on right. vocal I, I saw that on social. So nothing. So he's out. He's out. Eddie's in. <laughs> oh, I'm in. Yeah. Are yeah. you suing? We need to know who's suing and who's not. We're all suing. I mean, here's, all the, suing. here's the thing. We're all on the same boat. So one suing, we're all suing. Yeah, we all want to get rich. We so, got lawyers. I got, yeah. Uh, we have Morgan Bills. and Morgan in our back pocket. We can call it any time. Yeah. So if I'm willing to not be irritated by this. Mm-hmm. I thought about challenging Brantley to a celebrity boxing match. Just oh, he'd to really... kill you. Ooh, yeah, he yeah. has like brass knuckles. Don't... You can't brass knuckle a celebrity boxing he match? Can. He can. Yeah, will. he would. He's not small, though. I mean, he's... Yeah, I'd probably lose, but still. <laughs> can you, Rod Phillips, head of iHeartRadio, Country Division, all the stations, can you guarantee us next week a world premiere Seven plays nationally on Ooh, every radio seven station? seven plays that's nationally. What, that's what you gave Brantley. Yeah, now, now we're... Now what did you we're... give Brantley? Well... Here's the point to here's the point to nationally. There are cities where this show does not run. It doesn't not, matter. Not, not many. But but we need it on those stations too. Well, those stations though, those listeners probably are not as familiar with Bobby Bones and the Raging. So they right. need they to know be. John Party. Sometimes we debut a new song. I heard yeah. on the Verge. Heck, make us on the Verge then. That's Ooh. right, Amy. Great point too. They know John Party. That's true. Great point. You're Didn't welcome. even hear last two minutes yelling over I here. I am one versus okay. seven. Yeah. One, two, mm-hmm. three. yeah, yeah. You're doing a lot of stammering. And there's some litigation coming quickly. <laughs> mm-hmm. We love litigation. Yes. Uh, okay, so let, let's negotiate this out. Go not, ahead. Maybe not, maybe not here, maybe yeah. not now. No, we Why have not? to. It's public. I, I, I think we need a plan for the cities that don't run the Bobby Bones show. That is a... That is a it's it, Bobby Bones, uh, but the cities that don't run us at night. Many run at night, yeah. yeah. We, we want seven plays nationally, or we're taking this to the next level. Sue, sue, sue. <laughs> I'll get them on the phone. I feel like we can work something out you that's going to be uh-huh. Come to us with a plan Monday. Amicable we'll for ca- all. We'll call you Monday or Tuesday and you let us know what you come up okay. with. Okay. Yep. Monday, Tuesday, and then we do it next week. Sure, but you will admit it's a little fishy. Well, it's interesting. It's I never heard a song like this in my life. Well, all of a sudden, we write who, one and... who You all wrote it or John wrote it? No, I wrote it with Jim Beavers. 
Whose idea was it? Jim and I. We sat in a room and wrote it. Just Jim making also, sure. And then Jim wrote with Brantley. I'm just no, making Jim sure. No, Jim didn't write with Brantley. But you know what? Maybe Jim wants to sue, sue, oh, sue, sue, oh, sue. Yeah. I, heard, sure. I heard that, that Hardy was at the same restaurant that Jim and Bobby were that night that they decided to write it. That's what I heard. Right. And then I wonder if John hung out with Brantley <laughs> and gave him the idea. But we played it on the show. Okay, let us know Monday or Tuesday. Okay. How do you feel about Eddie? He's heading off to after the show today. He's driving to West Virginia, walking to Tennessee. I can't wait. Uh, Gator Harrison, who who uh, programs a bunch of our radio stations, we're thinking about coming over for full support. Oh. Like signs and, you know. Where? To cheer. the edge of Tennessee? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Where? Well, somewhere somewhere in between. You're somewhere in between West Virginia and Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. Depends right. where you're at. Do you like that bit? Right. Oh, I love the bit. Yeah. But it starts on Father's Day. Otherwise, I'd start. But I get like, Father's, <laughs> yeah. Father's Day is kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, okay. you're, sorry you're leaving your kids, Eddie. <laughs> it's all right. He, he's been here. We're going to do something. We're going to get something out of this. You're guaranteeing that. I'm guaranteeing you get something out of it. I feel like you'll like it. Okay. I feel like, yeah. We'll you better hope week. we like it or else it's, or it's Sue, what? Sue, oh, Sue, wow. Sue, 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 yeah. Sue, Lunchbox Sue, Sue. is going to do some research over the yeah. weekend and find out what exactly we can win. Yeah. Monetary damages. Oh, I know he'll know. <laughs> hmm? Okay, Pain we're good. and suffering. Mm-hmm. We're good. <laughs> uh, Ray had to eat the chocolate-covered cicada a few minutes ago. Would you like a chocolate-covered cicada? I, I, I'm going to pass. Okay. I'm going to pass. All right, there he is, our boss, Rod Phillips, <laughs> who also admits that it's a little fishy that song exists. Yeah. It, it's it's in, I, I didn't say it was fishy. I said it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. Okay, we'll end on this. We will play Can't Say That in a Country song from Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots. It's only two minutes long. So is this one of the... No, 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 we oh, want it at like 2 p.m. when we're not on the air. We okay. want to see it fly up the chart. Got it. And if we don't, you know what we do? Sue, 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 sue. Oh, it'll be a great week. Here you go. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from New York City. A 27-year-old man was in a restaurant, and he said, Hey, excuse me, can I use your restroom? And the 77-year-old cook said, Sorry, sir, there are no public restrooms. The 27-year-old got mad, grabbed the cook by the shirt, and threw him out the front window. Wow. Oh. Dang. Mm. It's a healthy response. <laughs> Hoping they were on the, the ground level of the restaurant. Yeah, oh. ground level. <laughs> Not on one of those New York skyscrapers. <laughs> they just throw him out. <laughs> also, I mean, you got to grab him by the back of the collar. Like, that, that's a tough thing to do, throw someone out a window. Yeah, it's like a movie. So what happened to the guy? Uh, he got some scrapes and bruises, had to be taken to the hospital, and the 27-year-old ran... But employees ran after him and tackled him and held down to police came. You should have thrown him out a window, too. Yeah. Walked him, just found a window. <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy? You want to see what this is like? All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Amy, on your agenda? Oh, this weekend? Oh, I've got... I'm going to be celebrating you and Caitlin. We're having a, a wedding shower. Yeah. A couple's wedding shower. So that's pretty much like my big activity. Mm. <laughs> what about you? Well, that and Caitlin's parents are in town for that. Oh. So we'll be doing a lot of entertaining there with them. Cool. I'm excited. I have never met them. Yeah. Oh, you haven't? No, not her parents. So They're actually nice. a lot cooler than you would expect. Not because of Caitlin, but I just have always heard stories about in-laws. In-laws. in-laws not being cool. Like yeah. that's been every story in every TV show. It's like in-laws. Uh. Sometimes you get lucky. And I think you got lucky. Well, I keep waiting like the TV says I'm not supposed to like them. <laughs> <laughs> but... But yeah, I know that I've actually been looking forward to them coming to town. So uh, yeah, that, that'll be a big part of the weekend. Uh, be sure to watch Sunday night if you can. If you can. If you watch Breaking Bobby Bones on Nat Geo at 10, 9 Central, would love it. Be so appreciative. And if you miss it, you can watch it on the Nat Geo app or you can you know, get it on Amazon, get you an episode there. I'll be driving the 18-wheeler through Chattanooga. I had to get my CDL for this episode. And then another one, I'm uh, learning how to stop a towboat and run a towboat, which is crazy. Thank you. See you Monday, friends. 